welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's HaleMultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at DiggingDeeper.us. We've pulled up some vaccine injury articles, and uh, go ahead and give us some of that. It says, tip of the iceberg, thousands of COVID vaccine injuries and 13 U.S. deaths reported in December alone. What'd you find there? Yeah, um, this, this first one is from Children's Health Defense, is the website. Um, and in that, web, in that article, it actually says that according to the news account, a single nursing home in update, upstate New York vaccinated 193 residents beginning on December 22nd and reported 24 deaths within the span of a couple of weeks. Although the facility has attributed the deaths to COVID-19 outbreak, there have been no COVID-19 deaths in any nursing homes in the entire country until the first three deaths were reported December 29th. Pointing out that 24 deaths among 193 vaccinated residents equates to 12.4% mortality rate. One observer noted that reflects a 124-fold increase in mortality over and above the COVID-19 death rate for the population at large. So what they're saying in that one is just that there's a huge jump in the nursing home resident deaths when they're vaccinated versus those who had COVID. Okay, that was that was the point in that article that I grabbed from there. Now, the second one I saw was authorities probe rare blood disorder. Okay, that one we shared um, in the thread earlier. This was the Epic Times, um, and they're talking about a blood disorder that's showing up after some people are getting the COVID vaccine. Um, federal officials are investigating after some COVID-19 vaccine recipients have developed the rare blood disorder thrombocytopenia, with at least several cases resulting in death. This blood disorder was listed by the FDA last year as a possible adverse event outcome from getting COVID-19 alongside other serious adverse events such as Guillain-Barre syndrome and even death. So they already told us, they told us ahead of time that, oh, you might get this, but people are still, oh, I got to get the vaccine. Dr. Jerry Spivak, professor of medicine in the hematology division at Johns Hopkins, in Maryland told the Epic Times, based on the rapid onset, severity, and similar time course of thrombocytopenia in several other patients within the same time period, exposed to the same vaccine, and all being men, which is unusual for immune thrombocytopenia, I think that a, a very strong argument can be made to the extent that until proven otherwise, the association with the vaccine has to be considered real as opposed to coincidental. And he is also for vaccines. So, you know, um, he even said vaccine-induced thrombocytopenia is a recognized rare event, but no one should die from it. So even though they recognize that they're going to get this, that they possibly could get this, they're saying nobody should be dying from it. 
but there was somebody who did. Hmm. This is sounding an awful lot like those 60-second commercials where 40 seconds of it is all about the side effects and the things <laughs> that you can die from. Right. Let me define that thrombocytopenia for you. It's when you don't have enough platelets in your blood. Oh. Platelets help your blood to clot and stops bleeding. Mm -hmm. When you have thrombocytopenia, you um, can bleed spontaneously. Spontaneously. Spontaneous. Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah, that word. You said it, yeah. <laughs> big, big credit for the thrombo word. You're, you're doing anyway, fantastic. There are people who, can, who have bled from their eyes or oh. their gums or their bladder. Or if you get injured, you just bleed and you'll, you won't stop. Right. You know? Mm. So thrombocytopenia is not a, a small thing. Mm. And people were showing up two and three days after getting the shot in ERs with um, blood bursts under their skin. You know, little red uh -huh. spots, little blood spots uh -huh. showing up on their skin. Mm. And the doctor who died, it was a doctor who died from it. He was in his 50s. Mm -hmm. He went to the hospital and they had he had zero platelets in his blood and he died within 24 hours. Zero. Wait, plate, platelets. Is that the same thing as white blood cells? The platelets are what help block it. So it's kind of like the collagen of the blood. It, okay. it helps the stitching. The Is white blood it... cells fight your... Fight off Is the, it the plasma? Are platelets and plasma Platelets are in the plasma, yes. Okay. I love my science teacher. Yes. <laughs> so much I married her. Okay. All right. This just this unbelievable stuff goes on and on, and she's got more. And I just want to continue this by saying that they'll always throw it right out there and tell you exactly what the risks are. Mm -hmm. Because there is a strategy, and I said this time after time, especially I think even last week and in my blog, that in Obama's book, books that his ghostwriter, Bill Ayers, wrote, he s directly, straight out, straight up tells us all of the terrible things he did and how much he hates America, hates the white man, and can absolutely intends to create uh, a situation where Africa is the mother country of all nations. This is right in his book. He said he's done cocaine, he hates white men, and he always will. This tells people right up front all of the hateful and terrible and dastardly things about whatever you're presenting. And this is what the CDC and all these medical organizations have become really good at. And that is putting out a message that sounds so fluffy and flowery and it sounds like, oh, there's only like a one in a trillion chance that I'll die from this or get this. But, you know, I, you know, sure, I understand. Of course I could die from it. You know, of course there's side effects. Of course, of course, of course. We get used to it now to where, like I said, everything that they throw at us, like, oh, they told us that already. What else do they tell us? Mm-hmm. And they're telling us, you can die from this. So what I'm wondering is these fact checkers that checked out the lady, that the shaky lady, we'll call her. And um, I'm sorry, I forgot her name, but we I have her name. I just read a post, just read her name, but I'm sorry, I'm going to get her name and I may try to reach out to her. The lady in the pink and the white, you know, that she's the real shaky lady. So I, I want to just say to those fact checkers, especially that little girl named Hallie, whoever her name, whoever she is, thinking she's some sort of a genius, 
looks <laughs> looks like a little girl that doesn't know anything except for how to read something and pick something apart and find a comma out of place and call it inaccurate. Mm-hmm. So it's ridiculous that she said that this cannot be verified, but this woman is now being discredited. This vaccine injury case, I call it vaccine injury case 001. I have it on my Rumble channel up on Digging Deeper Rumble. So go on there, and we're going to listen to it tonight in just a second. But that's just exactly what reminds me, Andy, when you said uh, what you did, and that is these fact-checkers want to go out and say something isn't correct when it's right in their face. It's the same thing as telling somebody how dangerous and how dastardly they are. It's called the audacity the audacity of hope. That's the title of Obama's first book. The audacity of hope. We have the audacity to have hope in his change. And it's ridiculous. So what I'm saying here is that they have the audacity to doubt this real woman who's received a vaccine injury or believe she has. Even if she hasn't, she believes she has. So who are you to discredit her? You know, who are you? Mm-hmm. And so that I really don't appreciate from them. But we also want to get back to what Andy had on these other articles because we're just loaded on this vaccine injury. And um, <clears throat> don't let me forget about touching back on Hank Aaron. Oh, right. I think I have that at the bottom of this list. Okay. All right. <laughs> my, my, I actually have an autographed baseball from Hank Aaron. So. Anyway, go ahead, Andy. What else do we have here? Okay, then there was another one, um, which was uh, in January. This this one was in January um, from LifeSite News. And it's uh, titled, At Least 271 Deaths and 9,845 Adverse Events After COVID Vaccination So Far. Oof. Those are big numbers. Um I went ahead and uh, just cut out part of that, and part of this article states, one VAERS report states, now that's the um, site where, the national site where they collect all the data for vaccine injuries. Okay, VAERS, you you said? Yeah, VAERS. So VAERS, okay, and Andy's also started an article in the blog, and that's what this is, and we'll go ahead and expand on it, and... Make sure we have all the links to all those things yes. and those resources in there. And yes, even the, the link is on this as well. Oh, very good. Yeah. One VAERS report states that 179 people have died since receiving Pfizer's jab and that 94 have died who were given Moderna. So it looks like Moderna. So Pfizer's winning. <laughs> Pfizer's winning the okay. death count. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> New data will be published. Their stock will go up now. Every Friday. Another virus report indicates that the majority of these deaths have occurred within 48 hours of being administered. Yes, I've heard that. So if it's going to, if your body is going to react to it, it seems to be within the first couple of days. This actually corresponds with what shaky lady says Mm -hmm. the next day. Mm -hmm. Right. More than 25 million Americans have received doses of either Pfizer or Moderna shots which were authorized for emergency use last month after less than a year in development. So like I said, this was again in January. January? Yeah, January. The vaccines, which are still technically experimental, do not purport to prevent asymptomatic 
COVID infections or to last longer than one year. At least one congressman already tested positive after getting both doses. Of course you're going to test positive. It's in your body then. <laughs> right? Hello? Well, what are you going to test positive for? This was, of course, before they reduced the um, rate oh. on the tests. Oh, the tests too. are all junk. Yeah. So this was before that, too. So I don't know. Now, here, the Atlantic tried to minimize this, right? So in the, in the Atlantic in December, they threw out a little propaganda. Oh. Right? Of course. Um, what the vaccine side effects may feel like. And they said, for a fraction of people, getting the first COVID-19 vaccine shot could be unpleasant. More than the usual unpleasantness of getting a shot. They might make you feel sick for a day or two, or even though they contain the whole virus to actually infect you. Oh. They contain no whole viruses to actually infect you. Oh, okay. Sorry, well, I misread that. No, no, but yes, that's a really good point to make, though, because they don't have the whole virus. Right. Yeah, they never possessed it. Right. Okay, go ahead. Both Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are quite reactogenic, meaning they stimulate a strong immune response that can cause temporary but uncomfortable sore arms, fevers, chills, and headaches. In other words, Getting them might suck a little, but it's nowhere near as bad as COVID-19 itself. Okay, yeah, uh, death death, and, d- yeah. you know, convulsions, that doesn't count. Yeah. Okay, so that okay. was their little, that, that, uh, that was their little plug, right? That was their little plug. Whatever. I, I threw that in there just so you could see the other side. Okay. Oh, and she didn't, she, that wasn't paraphrasing. Andy didn't paraphrase that. That's actually a quote in this article. It said... In other words, getting them might suck a little, mm-hmm. but it's nowhere near as bad as COVID-19 itself. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd see, like to see an A, B study on that. Mm. Anybody that's actually got had COVID and gotten the shot. Let's see which is, you know, what's going on. Yeah, I've seen several, you know, there's arm soreness. Is not just arm soreness. A lot of people are Throwing getting up and well. They're welts. getting big, like softball size welts on oh. their arm for like a week after they get the shot. That's not just a sore arm. Holy you know? cow! Those are the mild ones. Yeah, here's the one that I saw. Man in his seventies collapses and dies after getting the COVID vaccine, and officials saw no sign of allergic reaction. And that came from Fox Eight. Yeah, I saw that one earlier, though. And now the story that I was looking at, that the first thing that made me notice something was going on. Major League Baseball legend Hank Aaron dies two weeks after getting the COVID-19 vaccine. I saw a tweet by someone on February, or excuse me, on January 3rd that he got his vaccine, I believe, on January 3rd. And then... On the 17th, I noticed an article, a little link to an article on a tweet that said that, holy crud, Hammer and Hank told everybody how safe it was, and he was actually talked into it by a virologist uh, to take the shot and to demonstrate, he and his wife both, he was recruited to stand up for 
the safeness, the efficacy of this amazing vaccine. So Hank Aaron stood up to the plate. And unfortunately, my hero, who I have an autographed baseball from, (laughs) is out. And it's not a funny thing at all. Let's read what it says here. Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Hank Aaron died today. He was 86. According to CBS 46, Hall of Famer and one-time home run king Atlanta Braves legend Henry Louis Hank Aaron passed away this morning at the age of 86. He leaves behind an incredible legacy on the baseball diamond. But if you continue reading the article, you find out that there was no apparent cause of death and that he may have had pre-existing conditions. Okay, we're back to the malarkey again, aren't we? Now, to be fair, I found two or three articles that had updates on them after this happened, and it said that doctors reported that he died of natural causes. So Yeah, it's always um <clears throat> it's always interesting to I was in the medical field, okay? Mhm. Define what a natural cause is cuz you got to pick something on the chart. Which one which one of the codes are you going to do cuz natural causes isn't on the chart. Right. That's <laughs> what, true. What code is that? Any medical coders out there, guys? You know, <laughs> I wasn't a transcriptionist, but I did work in patient administration. You know, radar and uh, we coded everything. Everything was coded, okay? And everything had a, had a designation for what it was. And, you know, they've just recently said the CDC's, you know, corrected their numbers mm-hmm. and uh, actually determined that after they took off all the heart attacks and, the, and uh, the pneumonias that they actually ended up with just over 35,000 deaths mm-hmm. from COVID. Yeah. This, this past year. Yeah. Yeah, because they had to redo everything. Yeah. Oh, and ivermectin is good now. Oh, yes, of course. The yeah. guy was, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Determined to be a criminal, and, of course, hydrochloroquine was the evil one, now. and now it's good. But anyway, back to Hank Aaron. I just wanted to let you know that natural causes is not something that's codable. You don't code natural causes. The way a person dies of natural causes is if they are so old that all of their systems just can't take it and basically everything shuts down at the same time. I mean, they are so far gone and so close to death. They've said all of their prayers, seen the priests, and they have said their goodbyes and they're ready to go. Okay, that's when a person, and they're really old, and they can't determine what the actual cause is, so you may say that that person died of natural causes, okay? But I can guarantee you that for this particular case, aren't they trying to make people, you know, code them as, you know, COVID because they want the statistics? So why would they Why would they avoid it now? I mean, see what I mean? Why would they avoid putting that on there? Plus, going back to the actual code. Because he had the shot. That's why. Right? Of course it is. Let's say that somebody dies of, quote, natural causes. And I'm going and I'm going to, and I'm going to say they've died of natural causes. And as, as a medical person, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to say, okay, uh, are we going to have an autopsy? If there's not going to be an autopsy, then the family 
and the medical examiner, the people in charge, the medical administrator of the hospital, they're going to want to know what was the actual cause. What was what did you rule out? Was the end thing renal failure? Was it myocardial infarction, heart attack? Was it, you know, kidney shut down, lungs collapsed, heart stopped, no brain activity, whatever it was, something took that person from being alive to dead. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't natural. At that point, hospitals code everything. Unless, like I said, they're so far along and everything has shut down and everybody just says he died of natural causes. Otherwise, nothing's natural. Otherwise, we just keep living. Right. We just keep living because that'd be the natural thing. Just keep going. But why would it shut down? Because there must be a reason for it to shut down because otherwise we'd keep going. It's called... What is that concept called, inertia? Cell degeneration. <laughs> yeah, cell degeneration is what caused by it. <clears throat> so, anyway, before we, get, uh, before we get too far along on this subject now, we're reaching uh, the point where we need to move a little bit past the vaccine injury and the whole COVID thing, even though I still have so much information. We both do. I have podcasts on this. We have reports on this, but... I think by now you're getting the picture that it is not the whole truth all the time that comes out of the government or the news agencies. And that's why we exist. That's why this program exists. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Otherwise, if the truth was coming out, there'd be no reason for our little program to be telling the truth. So that's why we exist, is to tell the truth. And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.